Welcome everyone to Games and Sports, Talking Games. What's up? Hope everyone had a good week. I'm Jordan. Zed. How's it going? So, anyways, starting off with the week, like always, starting off with the with the sales for the week on the PS4. Um, you got the totally digital sale, which doesn't really have anything worth looking at, so don't even bother with that one. And then you actually got the EA sale, which has some decent games. I know everyone hates EA, but yet everyone. Well, still I looked at that sale. It. I mean, I thought there was some alright stuff there. I I was really confused by the because by the EA access, I guess. I thought you can play most of those games if you just pay for EA access, but then, like like the new Madden at least, it gives you like a six dollar, eight dollar, seven dollar discount. So I guess you can't play every game on. Maybe you can only play a certain amount of time on it before you have to buy it. Uh, I don't know. Something we need to look into. Yeah, we'll get you better details on on, that, on that. That one kind of confused me because I'm like, oh, EA access. Well, why don't I just pay the seven or eight bucks and just play all the games that way? But maybe you have to wait. A certain time or something like that. I know EA Access has been a, like a positive thing on the Xbox. A lot of people have actually done that. And it's just taking forever to get it over to the PS4. But I don't think it's going to be as successful that's as the PS4. That's because Sony was like, no, we're good. We don't want that. Sony, didn't, didn't, Sony, Sony didn't even want it. And after it actually became pretty good, a pretty good service, then Sony's like, yeah, okay, I guess. Well, well, the thing is, look at so here's the here's the sales for EA games, for example, on the EA sale. Yeah, Battlefront Two, which if you haven't bought that yet, that's, just get it. It's like eight bucks right now. It's such a good game, and it's so worth whatever it is. Titanfall Two was an awesome game. You got Need for Speed 15, 2015, which was an awesome awesome game. That's one of the few that I platinumed. Uh, you got Need for Speed Payback. Anthem right now is like nineteen bucks, or I can't remember if it was nineteen or twenty four dollars. It's twenty four bucks, sorry, $23.99. And we were actually just talking about this a little earlier. Bioware has actually come out saying they're wanting Anthem to be, you know, make a comeback and be successful. I think they've seen how well Battlefield's yeah. done and how it's they come don't, back from They don't want to give up on it. I think we talked we talked about this before, but Oh for sure. They're they're trying to figure out they're trying to figure out how to keep people engaged and keep people coming back and I don't know, like, I haven't really checked recently to see if they've added a lot of content or if they're giving the game a lot of updates, but they need to either go to Destiny style, like how Destiny does it, or I don't think it's going to work. Right, it was seriously lacking in content. I actually think 20, 25 bucks. it's not a bad price for, for the game itself. Graphics are good, gameplay looks good. I, I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but it's... It was one I waited on, and I'm kind of glad I did, because a lot of my friends got it, and they just didn't like it a whole lot. They just said, eh, it was fun, but it just didn't last long. A little glitchy here and there, a little buggy, but... Anyways, if that's a game that's interested you, it's it's got a pretty good price on it right now. It might be worth checking out. And then Mass Effect is on sale, which it seems like Mass Effect is always on sale, and every time I see it, I think to myself, man, i got to buy that game. Then I think of how long my backlog is, and I don't buy it, but... Every time I see it, I think about it. And their classic sell on that, $7.99. So that's, if you pay more than that for that game, get ripped off because it's always on sale. It is. It's always on sale. And, and I've, I've gone through all three, the first three Mass Effects, and I probably gave that good a good that game a good 10 hours. And I was just like, eh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Mass Effect yeah. Andromeda? Yeah, yeah. I, bought, I bought it right after the whole controversy when it first came out and all the people that were complaining i think i waited to the first time it went on sale and i bought it so i didn't pay that much for it but i don't know it just didn't really it, i didn't it didn't feel to me like 
a Mass Effect game as like the other like anything like the other three games. I was like, oh, okay, you're just kind of trying to do trying to do this, trying to do that. But again, it's another game that I've heard that with the updates, and if you go back to it, i.e., it Battlefront, it. it's a better version of the game and it plays better, and it's it's actually not a bad game. So that's been on my backlog forever. I, I got I got that's one of the games I'm going to try to beat before PS5 comes right. out. Right now, now if you've got there's some big stuff coming to Battlefront 2, which we talked about in the last week or two ago. Um, in this month, you got the you got the Commando coming out, the Republic Commando uh, soldier coming out, which is going to be really cool. And then Felucia, they said that it was supposed to be coming out this month. I, I don't know. So I, every time I check on it, it says fall, but I, I see posts all the time saying it's coming out in September. So hopefully it does, because Felucia is going to be a really cool world there. So that's a really awesome game to get. Okay. And then, just because we've talked about it recently, Ukulele 2 is actually on sale if you pre-order it, and it's not like it's 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 a four, it's like a three dollar discount. It's coming would you, out. Would you want? Would you prefer to play that on the Switch or on PS4? Which one? Ukulele, or is it only on PS4? No, it's on Switch and PS4. W- which one would you prefer to play it on? Uh, PS4. But really? We're gonna okay. come, we're gonna come back to Ukulele 2 in a little bit. Just want to let you know that's one of the sales they have going on. It's not neat. Didn't Ukulele not have a platinum? No, it does. The one that didn't have a platinum um, that we talked about last week was Yu-Gi-Oh. In fact, the only oh, the only trophies okay. you can get are bronze trophies in Yu-Gi-Oh, that's it. which you is so what? disappointing. Game developers, do us a favor. You guys pretty much have free reign on trophies. I mean, you can buy a, a 99 cent game that has 12 gold trophies and a platinum. Don't ever give us a game without a platinum trophy. I don't care if or it's even a, without a gold or a silver. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh! It's got to have a platinum. Bronze yeah. trophies if, and, and if you're not going to give us a platinum trophy, give us all gold. Make it all gold. I don't <laughs> care. Make it all gold. Give us give give the trophy hunters a reason to play the game. I mean, if a game has a platinum and an, it's got a two percent, you're you're going to see that percentage jump up to like four or five because people and you'll like, see your sales go up too because yeah. people actually like to do now. For us, neither of us are really platinum hundred. I mean, Ed's got like thirty plus platinums. Yeah, I mean, I, I have five. I wouldn't consider myself a platinum, or I wouldn't consider myself a trophy hunter because I just don't have the time for it. But if I see a game and I see a platinum, and I'm like, okay, like for Assassin's Creed or Spider Man, and I'm like, okay, I, I this will be fun. I'll do it, I, and I'll I'll buy cheap games just to get a quick hour or two hour platinum if if and it's then, worth it. Well, on top of that. Spider-Man, for example, made more money off of you because you wanted to 100% it, and that forced you to buy all the DLC to 100% it. So. Yeah, exactly, and the DLC was awesome. Yeah, so it's a it's a win-win for everyone because you're having fun. You're they're making a little bit extra money. So, but no, yeah, ukulele does have a platinum, and little it actually doesn't look too hard. Just more than anything, a little tedious, just because okay. it's one of those collectible type games. Um, anyways, moving on from the sales. This past week, just just a few days ago, on the third, Final Fantasy VIII finally came out, and I haven't bought it yet because I've been in a dilemma whether I buy it for my Switch or my PS4. Mm. And here's here's my reasoning why I'm kind of torn. One, it'd be awesome to have it on the Switch because then I can take it around with me, and you know, my wife wants to go to bed and doesn't want me to stay up playing, and I can sit there next to her and play. You know, or on the PS4, I get the I get a Final Fantasy VIII theme. I know that's kind of dumb, but I I got the Final Fantasy VII theme. I got the Final Fantasy IX theme. I don't think Final Fantasy XV, at least the version I bought, came with a theme. 
But I've had both the 7 and 9 theme. I've used them. In fact, I think right now my PS4 has Final Fantasy 9 theme. And I kind of mm. want the theme. Yeah. Well, you, and you can't buy the theme separate. I'm sure you can, but why would I want to do that? If it's given, they're going to give it to me for free. Isn't it only if you pre-order it, though? No. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That's different. Comes with it. I don't know. I mean, I just recently got my Switch, too, so I'm... I'm I almost pulled the trigger on that game the other day. I actually almost pulled the trigger on UFC <laughs> UFC 3. Which is actually another one that's on sale. It's on sale for like 6 bucks, And I, I haven't put it in my cart, and I'm like, gosh. I play those games, and I, I usually do give them time, and I enjoy them for the most part. And then I went back and I watched reviews on it just because I couldn't remember if I why I didn't buy it for when it came out a year and a half ago. And I'm like, oh. That's why. Like I, said, I don't like those UFC <laughs> games. I don't think they're fun at all. I, they're I mean, fun. They're fun to me. I like yeah, them. I maybe I just don't quite get them. I, if I'm going to play a fighting game, I'd actually play one with solid hits, quicker paced. UFC is, I don't know, it's just slow. I don't, I don't care much for the UFC fighting games, and I do play a lot of fighting games, but they're not, they're not my thing. But uh, one other thing on that Final Fantasy VIII too, I have watched quite a bit of gameplay. Um, on on Twitch, and it does look bad. I mean, it is definitely upgraded. You can actually see people's faces. It's not as it's not pixelated like it was back in the day. So it still looks good, and I'm definitely gonna get it. I just gotta figure out what system I'm gonna buy it for, because I love Final Fantasy seven, VII, eight, and nine were three of my favorites, and definitely. Gonna well, be the thing is, I I was trying to look this week too on on that game specifically, and there wasn't like. Your typical game reviewing websites weren't putting reviews out for the game, and I was kind of not sure why, and I really don't know why, and I still really haven't seen many reviews. So I just looked up Metacritic now, and it's it's got 86 percent on for, you know for the for the Switch version, but it's only based on five critic reviews. So I don't know if if they're just kind if they got the game late, and a lot of them just aren't weren't able to give it a full review because usually IGN comes out, pops that review out like right like away. a few days before the game yeah, comes out. Yeah, or the day it comes out and there's been nothing. So that's kind of been a little confusing to me. Not that I really count on IGN for reviews. I usually, you know, I have a couple different guys on YouTube that I, I prefer to watch that give more in-depth, I think, less biased view on the game. But yeah, I mean, I haven't really seen many of those either. So I, maybe I'll, it's been like two days since I looked and I know the game just came out like literally two days ago ago. so i'll have to look again tonight or tomorrow and see if i can find something not that i'm not that it's going to sway me from buying it but i really want to know like tell me what the difference is between the ps4 and the switch is that's what i want to know obviously the graphics gonna be better on ps4 slightly it's not going to be right they're not updated that much i think more than anything it just comes down to a preference of play what whether what kind of controller you like? What kind well, that's of, the thing. I want to take it with you. I don't know if I prefer my Switch as a preference yet. I mean, I've really just started playing with it. I want to. I want to probably buy a Pro controller or something similar to a Pro controller because you know when I'm playing like Mario Odyssey, I, I think I pr- I would prefer that type of a controller as opposed to you know the Joy Cons on the little connector thing that they pad, give you that that gamepad connector thing is isn't bad i actually like that it's no not, i mean i, I was kind of doesn't if, fit your hands feel, as well but yeah it feels okay but like everybody that i know that has a switch and there's probably about honestly like 10 10 or 12 guys that i know that have switches always like the first thing they say is first thing you gotta do is get a pro controller pro controller is is you know the best controller that they make 
But the fact that it's 60, I mean, it's on sale for 62 bucks on at Walmart, but it's like 62 bucks for a controller just drives me nuts. But well, PlayStation controllers are expensive too. I mean, that's that's nothing out of the norm. I mean, they're only 50, 60 bucks. And I have like, I have like on Black and, I, and I have like seven of them. So, but to my defense, it's mm-hmm. been like four plus years. So you rack up controllers over time because you find good sales on them. Because uh, there was a point where you can get those Dual Shocks for like twenty nine bucks. Uh, that, that's a killer deal on that if you can yeah. find that. But yeah, for me, I don't. I just I just don't know which to play. It on. Obviously, I prefer playing on my PS4. The only thing that kind of sways me to get it on the Switch is the portability of it. So that's something for me to still think about. Also, speaking on the Switch, they did just launch today all the Super Nintendo games. Not all Super Nintendo games, but they did just launch a chunk of Super Nintendo games. Yep. Available for those who ha- who paid the twenty dollars to have online access. Yeah, I did around. the I did the trial on it. They give you a seven day trial, and then you can choose how you want to pay for it. And, and you can buy you can buy the multiple accounts as well, and it's like thirty five bucks. Like yeah, well, I wouldn't do that. I've got one switch and one person that's going to be playing it. So I mean, that's I don't need to worry about. Well, see, doing I, that. I have a, I, I use a separate. I would use a separate um, login than my daughter. So. I guess that makes sense. See, now some of the games that are available on that, they've got Super Metroid, which is classic. Um, so I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a quick rundown on it. Yeah, go ahead. So we got Super Mario Kart, dope game. Excellent game. Kirby's Dream Course, which awesome. I, I, I'm i pretty positive I played that game and I, I really I liked it. Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, I mean, come on. Um, F-Zero, which was one of the first racing classic. games that I played. Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, dope which, game. Which is most people think is the best one, right? You said that earlier. Uh, there's a lot of the people consensus that think it's the best one. Besides um, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> you mean besides Ocarina of Time? Oh yeah, Ocarina of Time. Screw Breath of the Wild. No, but a Link to the Past was a really good game. It was actually, it was actually. I remember last time I played it, I thought it was pretty hard. I, I mean, I beat the game, and I've actually seen someone go through and do, like, a, a YouTube video. Of, like a speed run? No, like, what would this look like in a Unreal Engine kind of thing? Oh, uh, okay, looked okay. really cool. That would be an awesome remake if you know, made it up-to-date kind of thing. I think I need to do myself justice, and I'm probably going to go back, because I, I obviously there's the, the Nintendo one as well, and I think I'm just going to start with Zelda, and I'm just going to blow through the all the, the Zelda games, and then I'm going to buy Breath of the Wild, and so then I can be more of a... I, I feel like I, I can speak more to maybe what you're talking about as opposed to Well, because if you just come people. in and play Breath of the Wild without playing the past ones, you don't have anything to really compare it to. Right. And obviously you like it because to it's be fair, like Skyrim. Yeah, to be fair, I, I feel like I, sh- I should do that. Um, Super Mario World, obviously, one of the best Classic. games ever. Star Fox, which I wasn't a fan of. I've, I've ne- I, That stupid frog. I hate frog. the frog. What was his name? Froppy, his name? something like that. Froppy or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, oh, Slippy. His name was Slippy. Oh. Star Fox sixty four was an awesome game. Star yeah, that Fox one was on good. the Super Nintendo. Garbage. Couldn't do it for me. Stunt Race FX. I don't know that one off the top of my head. I have to. I, I can have to go back and look to see exactly what that is. Um, Super Metroid, which is an amazing game. You know, when are when is it? They did announce a Metroid game, but people for these n- 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 these hardcore was Nintendo Metroid guys. Four wasn't it? Well, they, they, I think that's what it's going to be. Which is going to be awesome. But these guys are, like, begging Nintendo to remaster a Metroid game. They're begging okay, them. So that's all I hear about. I see online in, in the, the um, Nintendo fanboy groups that I'm in, they just really want a Metroid remaster yeah. game, which I don't blame them. Did you play 
Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime 2, Metroid Prime 3. Did you play any of those? No, I think the last Metroid that I played was Super Metroid. Okay, so I played Metroid Prime. Is that, that 64? No, GameCube. Okay, all right. And that was a great game. They had the Omega Space Pirate, which I don't... Which you, I don't know if you even remember hearing about, but he was he was a really hard boss to beat. Okay. You could beat that game in about nine hours. It was really good. And then they did Metroid Prime Echoes, which kind of took place on another world, and, and it was a light and darkness thing. You had to get different suits. That was an awesome game. Okay. And then Metroid Prime Corruption. I have it on the Wii. I played maybe a half Still hour. Still your Wii? Yeah, of course oh, I, I played it. I played it. I have every Nintendo system that they've made. And you still have them. That's impressive. I do. I keep them. I hold on to them. So actually, no, sorry. I gave my Wii away because my brother's broke, and but you can still play the Wii games on my Wii U. So so in a way, yes, I still have a Wii. <laughs> okay, cool. So anyways, Metroid, yeah, Metroid, that's a great addition. I actually, Metroid Prime was actually the first Metroid game I had played. I hadn't played those 2D platformer Metroids until after playing Metroid Prime. They're, they're good games. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go back and play them as well. So then you got Kirby Dreamland 3. Awesome. I don't know if I played that one. I did. Kirby. I played most Kirby Dreamland games, and they're all pretty similar. Pilot they're Wings. Fun. Does that ring a bell? Never played that no. one. No. Super Soccer and Super Tennis. I'm sure, because really? I, I was big into sports games, so I'm sure I've played them before. I don't know if I'll Nothing go back special. and play them. Nothing special. On Brawl them. Brothers. I feel like that's like a Double Dragon Streets of Rage ripoff. But I have to go back and check on that. Demon's Crest. That one actually sounds familiar. I, I, I probably rented it back in the day. Joe and Mac 2. I think I, I think I played that one as well. I think I like that game. Super Earth Defense Force. No, That doesn't ring a bell to me. Never heard of it. Super Poyo Poyo 2. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. Breath of Fire. No, I've never played it. And then Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which... I'll tell you what would be cool for them to do, because they had Fire Emblem games on the Super Nintendo, but they were all in Japanese. Well, Those if, would be awesome. If they're, if they're doing it the same way they're doing the Nintendo games, which I believe they are, they're just going to release like two or three games a month into there, which well, is I cool. Know, I don't know if they'll... I don't, if I remember right, Fire Emblem, the original ones, were like Japanese exclusives back in the day, because they thought they were too hard for, for Americans. And I, I mean, that's the real thing. They thought Fire Emblem was too hard for... And that they wouldn't sell over here in the, in well, the states. Do they have the Final Fantasy games on the Nintendo? Because there was, fi- I mean, Final yeah. Fantasy. It's in the, it's on the Switch Nintendo thing. Oh, I don't know. I, I know, I do know that um, they've got Final Fantasy X on the Switch and twelve. No, I'm talking about in like the throwback games. Oh no, 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 they don't. Not that I, I don't recall seeing them. But if they did on the Super Nintendo, you would see Final Fantasy VI. Because that one was I mean, a Super Nintendo Club. You figure they have to eventually. And Final Fantasy VI was awesome. That was a great game. Yeah, I mean, that's it on the list. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see if, if I can get to find a quick list of... Just the regular Nintendo games? Just the regular ones. From my memory, they had uh, Punch-Out!, not Mike Tyson's well, no, I, because I, he got taken in. Yeah, all. because of the quote-unquote rape charge. I, was just, no, I just wanted to see if, if there was a Final Fantasy on there. No, I don't think there is. I don't okay. recall seeing one. All right. So. Well, then we can move on from that. <laughs> okay. So anyways, so this is something you're not going to hear us talk about very often because mobile gaming, I don't know if I really consider it gaming, but hey, people still, people people do, still game on mobile. Reason. So, Well, I played Dr. Mar- I played Dr. Mario. Actually, I haven't played it in a minute, but I'm, I'm probably on like level 35 or 40. So, But I wouldn't consider it like a video game. 
Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Now, so this has been something that has been talked about for like years about Mario Kart being launched on on the on a mobile device. Yeah. So it's finally coming out here in, in September. Now, here's kind of some of the things that are different than a real Mario Kart game. One, you automatically move. There's no button to move or stop. There's no brake. It just automatically goes along the track, and he kind of stays in the so, track. So that's just like the Mario game that they Mario produced. Runner. It's just Where like he, Mario Runner. He, he just, just runs, runs, and then you press and him you to jump. jump. Yeah. Okay. So All there's right. a little arrow in front of him, and you have to kind of guide the arrow. But taking shortcuts and whatever, you, you like have to time perfectly, because if not, it wants to push you back onto the track. Oh. So it's, it's it's very much it's very simple. You can now there's a couple other there's some similar things to other Mario's. There's there's no new tracks. Every track on it is gonna be old, and the graphics are like not nearly as good as what they yeah, are but, in the other but games. Yeah, but but if I can play you and then play like if we can get like set like eight people together and jump on there and play eight people, that could be pretty fun. I don't know. I, so. Here's, here's something else that's kind of interesting with it. So each driver has a preferred course, or more than one preferred course. And what that means is that driver, if he's on that course, he'll be able to carry three items as opposed to two. Every eight character will be able to carry two, except when they're on their on their preferred course, then they can carry three. And once he gets all three, he or she, um, they become invincible. It goes into what they call frenzy mode, and he becomes invincible and has unlimited items for like a few seconds. Okay. So it looks kind of interesting. It looks like they made it too easy, though. I don't see... Like, Nintendo dumbifies everything that they get their hands on lately, it seems like. Um, it's an interesting one to check out. It, it could be fun. You can play online, and you, there will be a leaderboard, so you can see how you're doing against other people. I don't know if it's going to be nearly as good as a, as a Mario Kart game. I think the purpose of them not making it as fun as a as it would be on a console, is if you get this... Because this game is going to be free, and you can purchase extra drivers and stuff. Right. So, I mean, it's just like Mario. It's just like Mario, uh, Dr. Mario. Yeah. Well, and Mario, the runner one, where you, you have to buy, what, the worlds or whatever. See, and that's the thing with this one, too, is buying some of these other drivers, supposedly, they're going to have more preferred courses that they can race on, so they're going to be better on more courses so it's going to be easier to win so it's oh, almost, okay. so, so, so they're so, kind of implementing a pay to win in a way feature to it uh, pay to get an advantage okay not necessarily to win but I mean I guess they I gotta guess, make money it's a free it's a free yeah, game I, I guess it would depend on how much that advantage actually is it's, if it's only like a slight advantage uh, you, if you, I mean anything can happen in Mario Kart so yeah, I don't know I don't know until it comes out yeah but the other thing that's um, the other thing with it, what I was saying before, is like you can't make it look as good as a console game and all that because it's a free game. And if it's going to be as good as a console game, why would you buy Mario Kart 8 when you can have it on your phone? You know what I mean? So yeah. they don't want to take away sales from what they've already got going on consoles. Hmm. So they're just kind of giving you a demified version of what they've already got. Now, also moving on, still, still with Nintendo, um, Pokemon Masters just came out on August 29th, which this hmm. game... What is that? So, this game features a three, v, three versus three Pokemon battles in real time. So when I say real time, it kind of has the same battle system that the original Final Fantasy VII had, where those meters go filling up, and once it's full, they can attack. So you got three Pokemon that can attack. Depend, and the faster the that little bar fills, the faster they can attack. Now, 
there there are no catching Pokemon in this game. There's 18 trainers you can pick from. You learn backstories on trainers and gym leaders and things like that. So there's a little bit of a story mode that you can go through. Like, each Pokemon will have a weakness, and it'll label what their weakness is, but it's really not going to make that big a difference, because... Like, so am I playing with other people, or am I playing by myself catching these Pokemon? You're playing a story. No, you're not catching Pokemon. There's no catching. It's just battles. Uh-huh. So you're going through okay. a story mode. I, I'm not Does this work with the Pokemon bank? I don't think so, no. Oh, okay. No. So, so the way, and again, it's not a free game, so the way they make money is you can purchase other trainers and things like that. So... Um, the other thing is each Pokemon is only going to have two attacks I mean that's it there's not going to be a whole lot of things that the Pokemon can learn it's, it's again it's a, it's a Pokemon game that's been dumbified but something that's going to help you pass the time I don't know if you've played the Fire Emblem game that they had on the is it good? I, from what I've seen and what I've played of it because we've got it I've, we, put, we downloaded it on my kid's iPad uh-huh. and we play, I've played it a little bit it's okay I mean it's it's something like while you're waiting in line in the bank or whatever, sit down and play for a few minutes or okay. whatever. I mean, it, it's a free game. It's it's okay. It's not nearly as good as real Pokemon games are, but it's not. I mean, it's worth having. It's kind of like they did a Fire Emblem mobile game, and uh, it was way simple. I mean, it was nothing like a real Fire Emblem game, but it was fun. It was cool just to have a game that goes through characters. The only thing that I didn't like about it, at least the Fire Emblem one, was that there's I mean there's updates every other day it seems like so it's like it just keeps taking more and more I mean more sometimes space that's a, yeah I mean if they're making it better though that's okay I'm okay with that if it makes it better you know and so I mean it's it's okay check it out I mean if you're a Pokemon fan you'll definitely like it it's way better than Pokemon Go I didn't like Pokemon Go hardly at all I think this I think yeah this I mean I did it I tried it and it was cool to kind of walk around as a family and catch Pokemon as they say yeah but for like a week for like a week and then it was like blah it was dumb this is different I mean this is this is battles this is nothing but battles it's not catching Pokemon so check it out I mean it's worth it okay um, so moving on so back to Ukulele 2 because this comes out on October 8th and where I just finished playing it I was excited for it but now that I've kind of seen what they've done with it they've changed it so ukulele was like totally open world this is kind of turned into a 2d so they say it's a two two and a half d platformer platformer okay. yeah and i think that's it wasn't a platformer yeah. before no really no it was an open world hmm. go around find find the quillies find the pages find all this stuff they're bringing back the tonics there are still quillies and all these things and the actual like um Main, the Overland is still kind of a 3D, but once you go into the actual world, you go to a 2D 2D platformer. Looks just like Donkey Kong, and it's made by the same guys that did Donkey Kong. So I don't know. I just feel like they took a, a good game, and now they just made it kind of kind of boring. I mean, it just looks too. When when does it come out? The eighth, October eighth. All so right. Well, I mean, let's about a month. Let's see. Maybe maybe the they're just not previewing it well maybe the reviewers will we'll see in a different light i got a question this is kind of random sure how do you charge the little joy cons in the switch so once you dock it you just take out those joy cons and you just slide them into the oh you just put the them dock. on you put them yeah. on the dock on the on the actual on the actual pad, pad? Charge okay. them. yep because because there's no cord so i was and there is a usb port so i guess that's if you want so to there tr- is if, on the side of that but thing, but it doesn't come with a cord yeah 
course. No, they had Nintendo loves to make you buy accessories. So, but anyways, yeah, Ukulele 2, it will be out on um, Xbox, PC, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. So, it's coming out at 30 bucks unless you want to pre-order it now. Like I said, in the sale portion, it's $26.99. You say free baby. So, they'll cover your tax for you if you, yeah. you buy it now. Um, Gosh, I remember when the cool. PlayStation Store didn't charge tax. That was so nice. Yeah, I, yeah, they started doing that like a year or two ago. Oh, I know. It's so it's stupid. Stupid. It annoyed the heck out of me. What were we going to say? So the original um, ukulele, it was actually like a crowdfunded campaign. Yeah, because you know, so it was a Banjo-Kazooie type game. Yeah, and and it was good, but I, you know, I just, when I watched the trailer for this, I just, instead of getting excited for it, I was just like, is that really how they're going to do it? They're going to change, change it to be like a, like a 2D side scroller. So I don't know. I wasn't super stoked on that. Hmm. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. <coughs> if, if you had to give the first one a score, I don't know if I asked you this last week, what score would you give it out of 10? It's six and a half to seven. So I mean, okay. it's fun. It, right. But it's not, a, to be honest, it wasn't a game that I was excited to play. It's like, all right, let's, let's get through this. But it, it was fun while I played, but it's not something you're like thinking about all day. Man, I can't wait to get home to play, you know? Interesting. So I started Detroit Detroit um, Become Human a couple days ago, and I'm probably, gosh, I don't even know if, if there's a way you can track where you're at in the game, but I, I've, I've probably played about a good three hours, four hours into it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think it's a game you're going to like. Really? Yeah. I thought it looked interesting. I thought it might be one that I'd enjoy. I don't, I, I don't think... I don't think... backlog. I, I mean, please feel free to give it a try, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but... It's a because you've never played like the Quantum Dream, Heavy Heavy Rain, no, no, never played Beyond Two Souls kind of games. So it's very dialogue heavy, and it there's like quick time stuff you have to do, and everything like the choices you make will determine what happens in that scene, and right. and they can go with like uh, this a is, million different. They can go in like a million right. different directions, which is awesome. I just gonna. I, just knowing the type of games you like and how much of a impatient person you are when it comes to games, I don't think you're gonna like that game. I know, but feel feel free on, to to prove me wrong on that. Depends on the games when it comes to that. Come when it comes to how top like heavy these conversations are, because JRPGs, I don't mind it. Well, it's like, actually a good story to go along with it. Yeah, but 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 you're not there, like there's no action. Like the action is just like quick time events or you making decisions on what your your guy's gonna say. So more than anything, you're just experiencing a story yes. by making decisions. Okay. Yeah. So so pre- prepare yourself for that. It starts off great. Like the first scene, it starts off, and th- this isn't because I'm, I'm pretty sure this was the demo. But the first scene is the guy that's like holding the kid hostage, and you got to make these decisions. The Android order. Right. <laughs> so that part's cool, and then it kind of gets to the. There are some some scenes that are still cool, but they're a little slower, and. It's starting to pick back up a little bit, like some crazy stuff has happened, but I don't know, like, I, I would, I'm actually very interested to see if you like this game, because if you like this type of game, you have to go back and play Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls, because those are the two games that originated that style of game, and they were free on, on PlayStation Plus, so you should have them in your backlog somewhere. I, I do have, oh, I don't know if I've got those, I don't always add the PlayStation Plus games. Oh, hopefully. I do some, I do, I have more recently, just because we've been making... Uh, YouTube videos on them, kind of what we think about the free games. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm definitely going to try it out. I've been going through Jump Force right now, 
which I've actually really liked. I know a lot of people have crapped all over the game, but honestly, the fighting's smooth, the fighting's fun, the anime characters is a great lineup. I love I love the characters they pick. How's the story though? It's, it's okay. It's no it's okay. Just just like any other anime game sto- spin-off story, just kind of average. But the, the thing that sucks about this game, this is where I think people don't have issues with it. I mean, is is there's just so much loading. You get to a cutscene, it loads. They say two things, it goes to another loading screen. You go to the fighting scene, it loads. You win the fight, it loads. It, there's just so much loading. I'm surprised there's that much loading this at this part of the generation. That's just, I don't know if that, like, I'm not that much, in, I'm not w- well-versed enough in coding or in, in putting a game together and developing to know if that's just oh, developers just... being lazy or what. I mean, because there, there's games like you're playing Spider-Man, bro. You can, you can go from the bottom of Manhattan to the top of Manhattan and there's not going to be any loading. Assassin's Creed, I can go like super far and there's no loading screen. So that's just got to be either, obviously it's a smaller budget or just kind of lazy developing. Because the game, I like the game a lot. I think it's a sweet game and you can create your own anime character. I mean, there's a lot of really cool features of the game and it's fun. It's just to me, I think the loading kind of turns me off to it sometimes. I, I honestly think I'm loading at least half the time that I'm playing, at least. Wow. So it's like you're almost spending 50% of the time loading, waiting to fight. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, it's a good how, game. How much, how much more do you have left of it, you think? I'm probably about halfway done. Halfway. Okay. So I, I've got a little bit further to go. And then there's online battles. There's other things you can do. Are you going to do that? I've done a couple online ones. I got my butt kicked. I'm not that good at it, apparently. <laughs> I got killed. Well, there's always those hardcores, man. Always. But it's fun. It's a fun game. So... Maybe after I finish that up, maybe I'll go back and give uh, Detroit a try, see what I think. I want you to, because I'm, I'm very curious to see if if that's the type of game that you like, because just from what I know like the, about you and games, and I don't know, I just don't, for some reason I don't think, it, I'm not feeling that it's going to be a type of game you'll like. Yeah, we'll see. So, moving on, we got a little piece of interesting news that's kind of fun. So Duke Nukem, he's a minister now. I don't know if you remember those games. That hard dude, blonde guy, goes around Damn, killing, I look good in that mirror. killing aliens and and doing everything like that. He his name is John St. John, the voice actor who plays Duke Nukem. He has just become a minister, and he tweeted on on uh, Twitter the other day that he now holds the power to officiate weddings. So they, he quoted this. He said, "I am now an ordained minister and will be performing my first wedding ceremony this Saturday." So, yes, you can get married by Duke Nukem. And, you know, if he's actually going to let the public kind of give this a, give this out to the public to marry like people, it. I think that would be hilarious. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I like Duke that. Duke Nukem. What state is he in? Oh, who knows? Uh, I just saw this. I mean, I'm married. I it's, not like I'm gonna, hilarious. it's not like I'm going to go get married, but maybe I'll give a, throw it out as a, as a suggestion to somebody I know. I think it's funny. I think it's awesome, but... Anyways, that was just kind of a little side thing I saw I thought would be interesting to talk about today. Uh, anyways, moving on from that. So, just today or yesterday, they launched a trailer for a fairy tale game, which, if you haven't seen Fairy Tale, the anime, it's a great series. It's coming up on its final season right now. Well, it's in the final season, and they're coming up on their final episodes. So, there's only a couple more left. Um, last time we got a fairy tale game was on the PSP. It's never actually come to like a major console. Uh, you, there really wasn't a whole lot of detail or content in in the <clears throat> in the trailer, 
other than you see Natsu, Grey, Urza, Lucy, you see all the main characters, you know, do, doing some things with their magic and whatnot. It looks like it'll be a cool game. I, I really like anime-based games, so I'll definitely get it. And they, do, they did say that it was, um, like, uh, Hiro Mashima has actually done a lot of overseeing on the game, making sure things are kind of going through the way he likes it, who is the writer of, you know, uh, the fairy tale manga. So it should be a cool game. I mean, it, hmm. the, 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 man, the manga itself has sold over 60 million copies between, you know, 2006 and 2017. So, I mean, it's been a great series, and the anime itself has been awesome. So I think it's cool that they're doing a fairy tale game, and I'm definitely excited to check it out when it comes out. They didn't give us an exact day, but they did say 2020. So next year we should see it. My guess is probably around March, April. Seems like that's the time where a lot of big games are going to be coming out, so I think they're going to throw that one out there around then. And definitely be something cool, something worth seeing, you know. Interesting. I mean, yeah, I'm not a big anime guy, but some some games interest me. Like I've tried a couple of them, but you know, let me know how it is, and maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah. So this so this game is actually coming out. Um, looks like on Nintendo and so Switch and PS4 and PC. So okay. the only one that's kind of getting screwed on that is Xbox. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Which Xbox is not known for doing anime games really. Sony is kind of the yeah. The leader in that one, though, as I've gone through the Nintendo eShop... There's a lot of them. Lately, yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah. They've just launched a few games, even just this last week, that were like a murder mystery oh. anime game. Bro, that I just... look pretty cool. I just thought about it. i got to play Octopath Traveler 2. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, me and you both. Gosh, the freaking backlog is real. Well, I think this will be a little easier on the Switch, because we're not stuck to being home to play it. You know what I mean? That's true. I can bring it with me. Take it to work. My my wife specifically said... <laughs> you're going to take a dump at work, you can sit yeah. down and play <laughs> My wife specifically said, you're not bringing it to work, so... I don't know. I might have to sneak it out. So I'm not taking it to work. I'm going to leave it in the bathroom <laughs> while I'm at work. Uh, It'll be like the magazine. Please. <laughs> uh, we have like we have like four, like five different uh, different companies in our, on our building. You don't want to leave anything in that bathroom. <laughs> Nasty. Nasty. Anyways... Moving on. Yeah, please. So, okay, come kind of back to Nintendo. Um, man, this is this kind of been a big Nintendo week for us. We, yeah. You know how we usually talk PS4s, but... So Nintendo has actually announced um, that Home Run Contest is coming back into Super Smash Bros., which has been in the game since Super Smash Bros. Melee. I don't know why they didn't just start out with it in Smash Bros. Ultimate, but something that they've added in, they're going to be adding in here soon. And then another news with that, Banjo-Kazooie is now available to be played as fighting characters in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. They just launched them which means yesterday, which, September 4th. Which probably means that they'll start rele- they'll probably start releasing those Banjo-Kazooie games on Switch as well. Oh, man, eventually. I, would, I would be so stoked, but I don't know. I wouldn't count on it. Well, no, I mean, usually usually if, if they can pull it off that they can get them in a, a game like that, Super Smash Bros., that means that they've already worked something out with Microsoft, so I'm, I'm sure that they're going to be... Because Nintendo and Microsoft, uh, I've heard things that that they're actually like they're like ones really pushing cl- cross platform and and I think Microsoft is really is sees that Nintendo is very that successful. Do that. Yeah, and I think Microsoft kind of sees that that Nintendo's being is, is being really successful with their console and and all these all these games are actually selling. So I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Microsoft's going to make money off it. Why not? Uh, I just don't see why not either. So again, with Nintendo, couple couple more things. So it looks like there, you know, there's a leak earlier this week saying that there's going to be two Assassin's Creed games coming to Nintendo Switch pretty soon. 
Um, like, thinking, game, like, what are we talking? What, what, I mean, what are we thinking? Like older games, like the, remasters or like Unity and Syndicate? No, so they're talking Black Flag. Okay. Which I'm down with, but though I have it on my PS4. Yeah, I got a PS4 too. And my wife probably wouldn't let me put it on my Switch because Switch is primarily for my son who's six years old, and Black Flag is not a game for a six-year-old. And then the other one is Assassin's Creed Rogue. Which I never actually played that one. I, I loved Black Flag though, as we've talked about in past podcasts. Yeah, Black Flag is dope. Black Flag is is my favorite Assassin's Creed game that I played. It was awesome. So that might be an interesting. I mean, that's a great one to check out if you haven't had a chance to play it. And it and, and that's just kind of a leak. So we'll see. They say they're saying that the games should if if they do come out, they're thinking around early December. So we'll see we'll see what happens there. Now, another kind of interesting piece of news was that um, GameStop has kind of leaked us that a that another uh, Splinter Cell might be coming out here soon. Mm-hmm. So, so Splinter Cell has released um, replica goggles for Sam Fisher. So, but the interesting thing was the way they worded it. So, I'm gonna, I'm just going to read the way they worded it. Say, so they said for the first time since the introduction of Splinter Cell in 2002. After nine top-selling AAA titles, and with the tenth release on the horizon, this is your first chance to own Sam Fisher's signature ultra-high-frequency sonar goggles. So, there's a possibility we might see another Splinter Cell game. Me, personally, I liked Splinter Cell. Did you? But I feel like the games got pretty repetitive. So, I I never got all the way to the end on each of them. I would get so far, and then it'd be like, okay, I feel like every mission was so repetitive. The th- my, my, like, I've gotten pumped about those games in the past, and I've just always personally been let down because, I don't know, and it's, it, I think it's just the style of game. I, I like sections of doing stealth games. I like, I like sections well, I of stealth. stealth. But when the whole game is stealth... I don't know. Those uh, maybe it's my ADHD. Maybe it's just I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I, I like to be able to choose, and I'll do stealth at times, and I want to be able to run and gun at times. But I think that's why those games and I never really meshed. See, I think one of the things that I enjoyed most was on Splinter Cell Two. Is back back on the Xbox. Me and my friends would do that Xbox Link. You know, have a couple TVs yeah. and play Link play, and you could do a Mercenaries versus Spies, and that was pretty fun. It wasn't like wasn't quite like Halo was back in the day, but it was still fun, and I thought they were okay games. So I mean, this could be, this could be cool. So for anyone who's a are are the, Splinter Cell's not Xbox exclusive, is it? No, no, no. Okay. Oh, it's Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ubisoft. Duh. So we'll see. We'll see if they're coming back on it. People, I think, got burned out with it after nine games of Splinter Cell. Like I said, it's pretty repetitive, and there wasn't a ton of differences from game to game. Other than graphics getting a little better, this and that, a few features here and there that change, but overall, the overall story, overall, overall everything to the game was pretty, pretty much the same. So I don't know. I think it could be cool to see, especially now on this this generation. And if they do, it may even not even be out till you know PlayStation Five or Xbox Rose or whatever they're calling it coming out soon. So, anyways, that's a that's an option. That's something that's kind of interesting. Now, the last thing that we kind of want to talk about today is for any of you that played Drive Club. Drive Club. If there's, if there's, the, we're, we're calling the last five of you out there, the remaining five who still play that game. If you haven't heard this, guess what? 
It's gonna. They're, they're shutting. They're shutting the servers down. You, you got. You got about five more, five six more months yeah. of the servers. Uh, March thirty first, they will all be shut down. As of August thirty first this year, um, none of the games are going to be on the PlayStation Store. They're all. They've all been removed since August thirty well, first. I mean, it was their first attempt at taking a online only racing game and seeing if they can make it into a community and. That's just, that's a tough game. It's a tough community to just keep strictly online. I mean, I think they kind of tried that a little bit with Need for Speed 2015 was that way. Only online. You're online the whole time when you play. You yeah, but you, but there's a story mode, right? Yeah, but Drive you're Club still is, online. Drive. Well, yeah, but I'm, but what I'm saying is like you could only play online races. Like you can't play. Go up to someone and challenge. Yeah. Someone. Well, no, you you can't just. You, there's no. There, I mean, as far as I understood, if I'm wrong. I'll, I'll research it and I'll apologize, but I, I don't think there was any kind of uh, story mode or anything like that. I think it was all to do with just like online racing, racing against other online people. So well, it just didn't work. At least with um, Need for Speed 2015, because like I said, that's all online, and there was a couple races. So the thing with Need for Speed 2015 is they had what they call the rubber band. Move. So no matter how far ahead you were of the other racers, they always no matter how good you were, at always certain caught. points they'd always come back on you. And and that final race to get the platinum trophy for, that I needed, it was so hard. And luckily there was some moron driving in real life, you know, just driving around the neighborhood. It's like I take that final turn to to win this race. I'm in first. Of course I get past with just a few inches left. Of course some idiots coming down, <laughs> coming down the yeah. hill at. 100 miles an hour, hits the other guy who just passed me, and because of him, I was able to speed past him. Yeah, so that, whoever that's that guy was, to, thank you, I got yeah. my platinum because of you. That's happened to a lot of people. I mean, I, I've heard multiple <laughs> stories fun. about that, that it works on the opposite way where they run into you, so it's just, I don't know. Oh, that happened to me on multiple occasions, and it's very frustrating, but when it works for your favor, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you can't complain on that. <laughs> yeah, so... and. So, screw Drive Club, that's all I'm going to say to that, and yeah. like I said... Earlier, I mean, I guess it did okay, but it just wasn't anything close to what they thought it could be, and it was a good... I mean, I like when they tried new new stuff like that, but, you know, I mean, it, it lasted longer than I thought it probably would, and I mean, that's probably the way Anthem's heading. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how things go there. Yeah. But I will say, I do think, if you like racing games, I know a lot of people have kind of crapped on Need for Speed, especially the latest ones that they've done. But uh, 2015 was a really fun one, and definitely worth checking out if you like racing games. I, I really enjoyed it. I, that was when I played more towards the end of last year. I mean, I think the more hardcore guys t- are still going the way of Gran Turismo. And even Gran Turismo did the same thing. Like, my brother is a guy who played Gran Turismo 1, 2, and 3 on the PlayStation 1 and 2, and... And even the the one on PlayStation 3 that came out after the PlayStation 4 was released, which was stupid. Um, and he was really kind of disappointed, too, because it was, again, all online. Not everything was available in, in the, when the game launched. There was there was minimal tracks. Like, that. those games were always been, were always known to have, like, every, every you know, car company and 500, 600, 700-plus car cars. Yeah, like, all these amazing cars. And it just launched with, like a really light amount of cars and light amount of tracks, but I think they've done a lot to it in the updates and DLCs and a lot of free stuff. So I, I think he still plays it from time to time, but yeah. I don't know how, how, how that community's doing either, but 
Racing games are just tough these days, man. It's just hard to do. It just depends. See, I have Need for Speed Payback, and I haven't really played it, because I just didn't think it was nearly as good as 2015. But this new Need for Speed that's coming out, Need for Speed Heat, I think looks pretty cool. We'll, we'll see how it is. Like I said in the past podcast, I'm going to wait until that one goes on sale, wait and see what... Give it six months. Yeah, I'll wait and see what people think about it, too. Yeah. Because I don't want to be tricked again into like Need for Speed Payback. It just wasn't nearly as good as some of the past ones. So... Anyways, right. kind of what we want. So we got for you guys. Today, so, thanks for listening. Switch thanks heavy. for thanks to everyone who has uh, downloaded our podcast. We really appreciate it. Invite any friends you know that might be into gaming or or sports to listen. We'd really appreciate that. And give us a five star review. We'd appreciate that too. So, thanks for listening. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram. Instagram. We're on all of them. So, take a look. All right, guys. Later. Bye.